0: Welcome back. Today, I'm gonna to talk about suffering and how to grow from it, become stronger from it through understanding the art of suffering. What is suffering? What is suffering. One question I had to ask myself, what is suffering? And how can it help me find meaning? Suffering, suffering. suffering is gonna be with us for the rest of our lives. our lives. It can be physical, emotional, mental, and it comes from external sources that are 100% out of our control. And those are the toughest ones to overcome. There's no escaping it, hard to run away from it, hard to wrap our heads around it, especially if you're not suffering at this very moment. The worst ones. The worst ones are when they surprise us in the form of illnesses, losing a loved one, financial hardships, life struggles, or just realizing you're not at that pivotal point in your life that you thought you would be at. And it hurts. And it hurts because now we're losing the battle against time. But suffering and reflecting has the potential to open us up to a deeper understanding of our lives, our mindsets, our awarenesses, and the world around us. We can gain insight into how we respond to difficult situations and learn how to better cope with them in the future. Suffering, suffering is a part of the human experience and forces us to come to terms with our pain. We just needed a reason or excuse to let it out. We can't be Superman or Superwoman forever, but with the right tools, we can use our suffering as a source of growing, learning and teaching, teaching the next generation. And that led to another question I had to ask myself, why would anybody wanna find the good in suffering? I read this anecdote the other day that said, if the entire world threw their problems in one big pile, you would quickly go back and pick your problems back up. <laughs> I was like, damn, true, so true. It could always be worse. It could always be worse. could I think suffering is the shadow of our life experiences. We can suffer with joy and we can suffer with grief. It's a mindset. Every year since 2017, when I got out of the military, I've lost a brother to either suicide or an adrenaline accident. The latest one was my company commander from Afghanistan. Took his own life in the VA parking lot. He was our captain, a true leader, not to mention the two brothers we lost in Afghanistan. The first KIA was within the first two weeks of touching down in Afghanistan. And at that moment, suffering broke a lot of strong people who I looked up to at that time. But we had no other choice but to redirect our minds and bottle that suffering up for a later time. And that took me up till right now to understand, understand how to let it out, how to cope with it so it doesn't hurt me, doesn't hurt the people I love and the people who want to create future positive memories with. Every now and again, when we would come back from our 10 plus hour missions, I would lay down and tap into that suffering and think about everyone back home who loved me, who prayed for me and who asked my family about me. They were suffering more than I was, not knowing if I would come back. And that's when we really learned the art of suffering and just not knowing. I would just tell myself, hey, at least I'm here another day. And over there, you couldn't think past more than a day or two, or you just didn't want to. But it taught me a lot about myself, my life, and forced me to cope with it. I tapped into my emotional intelligence, resilience, compassion for others who know have it worse than I do. That led to another question I had to ask myself. How can I turn this suffering into inspiration? Inspiration. How can I turn this into a piece of art? Something Something powerful, powerful. something Something positive, positive, so that it doesn't surprise me later down the road in life? I'll be honest. Suffering has gotten the better of me at times. Caught me with my guard down, thinking I would never suffer like that again. Broken relationships with others and the constant battle of lying to myself. But like I said in the beginning, Suffering comes in all shapes and sizes, especially when we're least expected. Once I accepted it and surpassed the negative emotional state, I started asking myself questions like, can I flip this puddle of death, this internal struggle into something beautiful? I learned that the most talented people around the world tap into their own sufferings and dark emotions in order to create a masterpiece I genuinely believe whatever we want to achieve comes from our creativity and influence from our misery, but it takes courage to oversee our current reality. It's a deep, deep awareness, and less than 8% of the US population are actually aware. The rest think they're aware, think they know themselves. Those are the ones who don't know how to handle suffering, and it takes over them, for most, for the rest of their lives. And it turns into a fear. Think they're, Think they're aware. Passing that fear down to the next generation, becoming a family tradition to just grief and accept it for the rest of their lives or run away from their lives, run away from life problems. The art of self, heart of self, of suffering. So, suffering is a branch broken off from the tree of emotional pain. So, the last question I had to ask myself is what are some tips to cope with emotional pain? It falls back to your belief system, your natural outlook on life, your first impression, so to speak. For example, losing a loved one. Our belief system has only two options, and these are just the laws of human nature. We only have two emotions, positive and negative. The rest are feelings like happy, sad, upset, depressed. Those are subtopics. Which is why I teach and focus on your belief system in the first two weeks of joining our programs. In the first two weeks of joining our programs. It's a vital awareness for your outlook on life, and it's a vital awareness towards your future, your investable habits. Here's an example of coping. My family recently went through a death experience, losing a family member. Some people's natural reactions could be, life will never be the same. That's true for you. And it's natural to react that way. Like I said, in Afghanistan, losing a brother made everybody feel that way. It led to a lot of assumptions, negative life and death assumptions. And my next? Is my, best, my best friend, friend next. next? Is my sergeant, sergeant next? These people become closer than your own family. And the thought of losing them sucks. <laughs> Sometimes your thoughts can feel your emotional distress if you rely on assumptions, aka your belief system. Assuming anything in life without proper evidence is a recipe for disaster because you have a limited mindset. Never really shine the light on yourself or your belief system, but it's okay. It's okay though. That's why I made this episode, to bring awareness, hopefully to loosen the burdens you might be carrying with you today from yesterday. Or tomorrow so now that we understand or are aware of our emotions and our belief system now we can label those feelings and really open up that can of worms this will help understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling and how to slowly overcome it i read this study about coping with feelings and how to put your feelings into words remember bottling it up will cast an invisible shadow that only you can see and, it, and it'll remind you every day that suffering is winning one zero forever. Here's a few ways I overcame suffering. One way was journaling straight up. Just getting all of those thoughts, emotions, and assumptions out of my head really helped. A brain dump is what I like to call it. <laughs> and it doesn't have to make sense to anyone. You'll probably be the only one reading it, anyways. I have journals from 2009 that nobody has ever read. But now I can go back to those journal entries, a moment in my life where I was vibrating low, low motivation, low inspiration, and low emotions. You can really see the changes within and how to overcome them now with these new tools I'm sharing with you. The number one benefit of journaling is being able to go back and reflect on all those old journals you might have forgotten or overlooked in your past. The good, the bad, and everything in between how you overcame something in the past, questions that you couldn't answer at that moment, but maybe you can now. Self therapy, free therapy. I journal at least once a week now, and it's part of my belief system. I believe journaling helps me generate new ideas, ideas, new motivation motivation, and inspiration. inspiration. Another way is talking to someone who you trust, who might have experienced the same things you have. We all cope differently. Use it to your advantage. They might have resolved some personal issues you never would have imagined. Isn't that one of the main reasons we use YouTube? For all the how-to videos? There's a million how-to videos. So really open up how you feel. Be super, super detailed. There's a hole in my chest with a broken heart in it. Every time it reminds me of that person, place or thing, I feel worse when this song plays or when I'm cooking. Really paint that picture in journaling or with someone, anyone, And if you can't can't find find someone, someone. it's okay. Try a support group, a Facebook group, a church group, that all depends on your morals. And one thing to remember that'll help self-motivate you, repeat this affirmation, quote, be uncomfortable so the people you love can be comfortable. Quote, a lot of times when we're suffering, the people around us suffer more, walking on eggshells because they don't know how you feel today or how to approach you today And if you're not ready to open up to anyone, take advantage of the natural time you have throughout the day. One thing I talked about in my courses is, the mornings set the precedent for the day, for the week, for the month. So when you first wake up in the mornings, the night before, write a little note and leave it next to your nightstand. Write something super, super memorable and positive that will put you in the best state of mind possible. If you lost someone recently, Write something down that will bring tears of joy, happiness, and remembrance. Remember, more negative thoughts creates more negativity that will overflow to every other part of your life, your day, and your week. Write something down that will bring tears of joy. Here's another example. Every time you're at a red light, make a soft commitment that every time you're at a red light, You will think back to something positive about that person. Maybe when you were a kid, during your childhood, teenage years, something funny, something that, again, will bring tears of happiness and joy. You could even start journaling about those memories and really let your imagination wander. So those are all considered mindfulness coping strategies. You could also try some lifestyle medicines. Change your diet. Start dieting. Start working out. Wake up 30 minutes earlier every single day and go for a walk. Start planking, walking, praying, stretching, or meditating. Listen to music that automatically puts you in a good mood. Listen to a podcast. Watch a video that will contribute to your lifestyle medicine. Your lifestyle medicine. The key is not to make big changes. Remember, too much change too soon isn't good for any one or any one thing. Make teaspoons of change, not tablespoons. Those are some affirmations I use as well. Hopefully you understand suffering a little bit better today and how to take advantage of the art of suffering. Don't forget, share this episode with the people you love or who might be experiencing their own form of suffering. We're all in this together. Till next time.